From our studios in beautiful downtown Pizzo Mojado, this is the 1021. Hey everybody, Randy on the radio in with you here on the 1021. And how many other people can uh, say that they are a multi-time uh, title holder, a nine-time women's champion, and have a brand new single out right now? Well, I know one person who can, and she is on the phone with me right now. Welcome, Mickey James. Hardcore Country! Mickey, welcome to the show. Hi, Randy. Um, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I'm happy to be here. It's a good day. New it, music Friday. It, it's always great on Friday. I guarantee yes. you. So, yes. as I mentioned, uh, you have a brand new single out, which we're going to talk about that in just a moment. Uh, but uh, it's been... 11 years. We were talking about this 11 years ago. I was talking with you uh, when you pr were promoting your first album and you were telling me something interesting about that. Uh, tell us about uh, the music of Mickey James. Oh man, I can't believe it's been 11 years ago, you know, and that was my first record. That was my first venture to Nashville and I self-released that one. And I can't believe that. That's so crazy. But um, I actually just, re-released -re that album over the holidays over Christmas because for you know how it goes like between changing and management and getting picked up by the record label for my second album and then somehow that entire album got pulled and this is to everyone who's like an independent music artist out there it got pulled from iTunes and all this stuff when they were trying to repackage re-whatever um and so you couldn't get it you couldn't get it anywhere, um, except for, like, I had a few hard copies pressed, still left, um, but we just re-released it. My my friend Sean, who works with me at the record label Firewater Records, which is, you know, my record label. <laughs> um, yeah. Bob Fade, you know? That's how you do it. No, I'm just kidding. But he was able to go in there and figure out how to get my music back up, which had been something that had been really, really bugging me for a long time. And here it was, I was like, this is like the 10 year anniversary last year of my very first record of when I started to do come to Nashville and really do music. Um, and it's just amazing to see how far, you know, I've come like as an artist and how I'm writing so much more and my songs are becoming more um, authentically mine. You know, like I wrote grown ass woman with Chapel Heart with Brandon Green and Sean. And, you know, I'm just, this next album, I've been, been working all through all this, you know, for a, a new album, but it's all going to be original. It's all going to be stuff I wrote on. So I'm super excited about it. And this is, you know, one of the songs that's going to be on that album, but obviously the kickoff song of the summer for me. Um, so, yeah, I'm super stoked about it. Oh, that is. And, and think of the changes in that have happened in that 11-year uh, span there. Uh, I, I think back to the video for Somebody's Gonna Pay where uh, – uh, somebody had it got a chance to beat up your future husband during that particular. I did, I did, and I had to have for Jeff Jarrett. God bless his soul. He came out to help teach me because I had to swing that guitar and crack. Ain't nobody better to teach you how to swing a guitar. <laughs> nobody better than Jeff Jarrett to teach me how to swing a guitar. That's for sure. Um, it was so that video was so so fun to shoot. But yeah, you talk about that. You talk about the growth of, you know. Of myself, I feel like as an artist and um, as trying to really define who I am in the music world, you know, and, and I think trying to bridge that gap of wrestler to 
music, you know, and you know, at, at first I think it was a bit of like, you know, 2010 me when I first, because I didn't, you know, I didn't know the world and, and I realized that, you know, the world's run very parallel, you know, entertainment industry is entertainment industry, no matter how you look at it. However, um, there's been so much that I've learned from, you know, I think I started coming to Nashville or late, like 1990, like, uh, what was it, 2008, and then started working on that first record, you know, for Strangers and Angels, and we released that in 2010, and then, you know, it's just been a whole, whole learning path of, like, you know, when I first came and I had, you know, I thought I needed, like, managers and all these other people to help me direct my my vision and to help me, which those are very beneficial because I, I do wish I had a personal assistant. So if anybody's looking, I'm hiring. Um, but <laughs> it's hmm. like, you know, to then go in and try to really, what my most, like my biggest focus is, is like, okay, well, I really just want to write stuff that is me, you know, and, and that's kind of where I focus this last record towards and even my last few singles um, is all stuff that like have directly spoke to me in my own music because before you know if you're answering to other people it's like one or two of your songs might make the record unless you are like a you know multi-platinum song writing hit legend you know what I mean like a couple of your songs might make it and then the rest all come from publishing houses all over Nashville usually you know from other songwriters which they're so incredible and and you know obviously there's a reason why they do what they do but I've just been really trying to gear up to like learn from them and partner with them and learn how to turn my, you know, my words into lyrics and songs. And cause I, that's how I write. I write more in a lyricist style and I work with different musicians to kind of help try to bring that and breathe life into the song and play kind of what I'm hearing. But yeah, I'm still, and I'm still learning. And it's just so, because it's so different. I think it's so different from wrestling. Um, it's just really provided me, it's, it's helped ground me and provide me an outlet for, all these feelings and emotions and stuff that you can't really say because you have to have such thick skin in wrestling, you know? Um, but I think that's what the single tells is, is how thick my skin is. <laughs> I, I hear you. I mean, there must yeah. be something to this music thing, seeing as how you are currently, if I'm not mistaken, a member of the Native American Music Awards Hall of Fame. I am. I am. <laughs> and then we had a single go single of the year. Um, for the Native American Music Awards and Songwriter of the Year. Now, was that uh, Left, Right, Left? Um, or did I say it in was, the wrong order? <laughs> no, it's okay. No, there was Left, Right, Left. And then I think, you know, I've had several songs nominated. Shooting Blanks was nominated. Um, and I think, yeah. And then obviously I was going to nominate with The Love of a Child and the Christmas song. Um, but then they, because of COVID, they didn't have the awards last year. So, right. yeah. Yeah. That messed a lot of stuff up. <laughs> it messed so, so much stuff up, but you know, those are two songs also the Christmas song and with the love of the child. I was so proud of that song. And that one came out like unfortunate for the timing because it's such a powerful song and the money goes to charity for, um, child help and the five too many campaign. Um, and that was a duet with Roosevelt about child abuse and, and, you know, how unaware that, uh, that we are or how we keep turning a blind eye to it. And it was really just more to, like, shed light on, like, us as humans as we grow up and, and become adults. You know, we, we often take that 
you know, that innocence of, of like how we see the world is taken away from us. You know what I mean? But if you can go back and look at the world through the eyes of your child or, or of a child, like you would see so much more beauty than we see right now a lot of times. So that was kind of, it was just such a powerful message, but it literally came out like we released the song and it came out right as the pandemic was happening. And so it's like, even to go like, Hey, you know, we're doing this awesome thing and this awesome campaign in the middle of when people are losing their jobs or put being put on furlough and the country is and, you know, uproar and, and scared and, and don't want to leave their house. Like it was just the timing could not have been worse, but Absolutely. if you haven't heard that song, I would love for you to go back and, and listen to that one too. But it's just, yeah, it's been a whirlwind. It's been crazy. And that's why I think I just kind of sat back during a lot of this and really just kind of focused on my writing and my writing. And I go like, but then when I got with these girls, I, I met Chapel Heart when they were in town and they were working on their record. Um, and if you haven't heard them, you've got to know these girls. Mississippi's They're, very own Chapel Heart. <laughs> yes, they are so, so great. They're so down to earth, awesome, awesome women, powerful, strong, and their voices are just absolute magic. It's just, and so when I met them, I was like, oh my God, we've been kind of sitting on an idea of the structure of the song because we, we kind of wrote the song and used it for the Gaw TV show, which is my YouTube show that I do with my girlfriends. Um, and we've written it for and kind of kept it just as the entrance. So it was all instrumental and, and we kind of leaned one way with it. And then I met with these girls and I'm always, and I had this thing, I was like, I got to finish this song. I got to finish this song. But I really feel like I need a power, like it needs to be a group of women on stage of strong women, of, of women who perhaps don't necessarily fit the mold of what country music or what people perceive when they see country music. Like we just need to have a bunch of powerhouse women on there. And, um, I talked to them and we sat down and wrote this song and I got my friend Renee True. She's a fiddle player in um, Nashville. It's one of the best fiddle players out there today. Uh, I just, my opinion, I'm not biased. Nah, of <laughs> um, she's just freaking incredible. So she played, you know, the fiddle and the fiddle solo on there. And we were originally thinking about doing so much more in that. And then once I heard what she did, and the solo with the fiddle, I was like, that just has to breathe and live by itself. It's so strong. It's so, I thought you step on it, it's just going to muddy it. I'm just like, I'm obsessed with it. I'll just sit there and play the solo over and over, honestly. <laughs> well, uh, I think now would be a good spot for me to uh, just play the song, let everybody uh, hear it. Do you, would you like to intro it for me? I would. Hey, you guys. Um, this is my brand new single with Chapel Heart called Grown and Woman. Way back in the country, rooftops in the city. It's about time that we show the world. Show what? We're way more than just pretty.
coming, y'all. Okay, I have listened to that now so many times, and Mickey, let me tell you, that is definitely a summertime anthem and empowering, definitely empowering for women. Thank you. Thank you. And that was, I appreciate that so much because that's what we were going for. And I go, you know, we all have summer anthems and we all have songs, you know, kind of, I'm like, I, this, this song, especially with everything that's gone on with me in the last year, everything that's gone on, like my vision of how I feel like my path has been in wrestling and in so many, so many things. And I think it's just really, really the time to like empower my sisters and my fellow women out there to like go after, go after it all. I think that, you know, from a young age, I think we're all kind of pre-programmed that it's a man's world. And, and obviously all these perceptions are changing now and it, but it's a man's world and, you know, women have a shorter lifespan on in music or in television or whatever. And then, you know, and even in their careers, their chosen fields and stuff, because once they have a baby, you know, that becomes their life and that's it. And, you know, I'm like, no, you can do all these things. You can check all these boxes and you can still be a powerhouse. You know, there's no, there are no limitations anymore based on gender, based on race, based on any of these things. Those boxes are completely like destroyed. And, and if they're not destroyed, I'm here to destroy them because it's not like, Music is music, and talented people are talented people, and, and people who it, it shouldn't matter. And so I just think that it's going to be the female power anthem of the summer, and I hope that every female and male downloads the song and sings along, and they love it as much as we loved, like, putting it together and going to the studio and bringing it to life, and just we're just so, so proud of it. I'm so proud of it, and the response has been amazing. And so Now, if I yeah. could branch off of that, uh, tell us a little bit about God TV. Oh, well, you, that was another project that I started and we started in the pandemic and I was sitting at home at the time from my ACL surgery and I was really like, because I was like trying to figure out when, and what I was going to do, come back to TV, when I was going to come back to TV, all these other things. And, but at, in my recovery, you know, I, you have to realize in my 20 years in wrestling, I had never besides a few like minor surgeries, I'd never had a major surgery, never had a serious injury that required major surgery. I did have, you know, an injury that probably should have gotten surgery on my shoulder, but I just never did. And I didn't realize how bad it was messed up until later. Um, but so this was my first time taking off. And when, when I tell you what tore my ACL and it was so for someone who, I'm so stubborn, you know, and, and I hate to ask for help. I hate to lean on other people. I just, it makes me crazy, right? Like, but to be put in that position where I had zero choice, you know, and I literally, like, I was worked out, you know, I was in rehab the very next day. I'm, like, sitting there doing everything I can just to be able to use my stupid knee again, you know, to walk again because they took my hamstring and they made a new ACL for me. And, you know, it was ironic because, the injury itself, yeah, I see these football players, like, take tumbles when they blow their ACL, and I'm like, that's not how it was for me. Like, I blew it in the middle of a match, and it felt like a bit of an explosion in my knee, but I literally walked myself back to the back, and I was mad because this match got stopped early because of my because I went to go stand up, and it, my knee buckled underneath me. And I was just like, I was so like, I could have finished the match. I can't believe he stopped it, but come back and find out 
I tore my, I, my, my whole ACL was like gone, you know, mm. it's like, it was hardly anything left, barely anything left to try to reattach it. And it's just crazy. And I don't know if I have like a stronger pain threshold or whatever, but the pain coming out of the surgery, the pain of learning to like make this new ACL work and all these, that was a thing. And it was something that I thought, oh, it's going to be, you know, a couple months and I'll be good to go. And when the doctor told me it was going to be nine months before I could step back in the ring again, I was just like, no, this can't be. I, what am I going to do for nine months, you know? And, I, I, you know, besides be a mom and, and normal life stuff. But I'm like, creatively uh, for myself, I've just been so used to go, 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 you know? And for the first time, I had to sit. And I had to sit and think. And I'm going like, okay, what can, what am I going to do? And it's just like... I had already talked to my girlfriend, Lisa Marie, who is a, also a former multi-time champion. And yep. <laughs> so Cal Val, Val is a host for Fight TV. She does a lot of personality stuff through. She's done, I met her at Impact Wrestling, and she works a lot of behind, behind the scenes in, like, production and, and, you know, helping create a lot of different television spaces of her own. And we had already talked about doing something fun together but just never because of our timing schedules or whatever well for i had time to do it i, I finally had time to do it and i was like you know what this could be something really freaking cool and i think it's a way to uh bring everyone together in a fun light-hearted way and, and we constantly do interviews and and most interviews are like the same questions or the same things. I was like, we'd really just love a space that felt like our locker room. That way, when we brought our friends onto the show, we are like, they're comfortable just to have a real conversation. It's not like we're sitting here trying to grill them and ask them a million wrestling questions. We already know the answers to those questions. Like it's more about getting to know the real people behind, like, these are like more conversations. Like if we were driving 300 miles after the show, you know, 299, because at 300, we got to fly, right? So 299 miles after the show, and we finally get into our hotel room in Paducah, Kentucky, you know, this would be the conversations that we would be having in our PJs with a glass of wine and just laughing about, you know, the the events of the day, of the week, and more. Yeah. Well, somehow, in, in honor of God TV, I feel like I should say, well, right now I'm drinking Mountain Dew Kickstart. Mountain Dew Kickstart. And, and, and what are you wearing, darling? Uh, well, uh, it's uh, it's Walmart. So. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't let me wear my PJs to work. I appreciate that. I appreciate you know, that. So. Well, if it helps, I'm wearing, I'm drinking a little bit of cafe coffee, <laughs> um, and still I'm wearing tap out, tap out workout gear. There you go. Yeah, hey, I, I saw your workout video earlier this week that you posted. Dang, girl. <laughs> oh, thank you. I don't. I was like my friend Chris Masters. If you scroll down and look in the comments, because they're like little fifteen pound weights. I told, when I first, because I, I'm not, I just recently departed WWE. And so for like the first two weeks, maybe three, um, after I left, I just was like, I'm not working out. Forget it. <laughs> Who cares right now? I don't have to put on spandex until how, when? Oh, when I decide. Right. That's right. Um, when you decide. <laughs> when I decide. So I was just like, yeah. So I've been kicking it back in the gym because obviously – I, I need to kick it back because my I that lasted like two weeks maybe and then I started getting the workout itch again and I'm like but he was laughing at my little baby 15 pound weights doing my little back flies because he's you know to them that's like nothing that's like a war that's like a 
shoulder warm up. I'm like, I'm struggling over here. I have bad shoulders, bro. Like, I've had to carry this company. I have to carry the business on my shoulders forever. They hurt. You tell the masterpiece to just chill out. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm not as jacked as you, bro. No, I'm just kidding. But he was like, it was so funny. But um, it's really cool. I wanted to, uh, in saying that, because this week also we launched our the female division of my legacy brand, which is my husband started over the pandemic. He started this um, nutrition and supplement line. And the original launch was geared towards because he's obsessed. You know, he's obsessed with fitness. He's obsessed with nutrition and, and bodybuilding and all these elements. Like he just studies it on a daily basis. And it was something that he kind of launched at the beginning of the year. And it's done so, so well. And before I really, I could help promote it, but I really, because there's so many things that we can and can't do or can and can't promote or whatever within the company, I could help promote it because it was my husband's line, but I really could, I kind of had a hands-off approach to a lot of things and just, and it was, it was doing so, so well. Like it's really, it's, it's really taken off and he's got an amazing test booster there that's just like for the men out there, if anybody, men are listening, you can go to my um, legacy subs dot com and you can see all of our products but so he had designed and formulated all these um you know formulas for men in mind and then once i left wwe i was like you know what there is a fair amount of females and i don't and i'm looking and i'm looking at different products as i'm going in different because i i take supplements and stuff like that so um and i'm not as into it as he is but there's my specific ones that i take i take my multivitamin and you know, and I'm like, you have this like T assist that's just like a testosterone booster kind of thing. I was like, it there's got to be different stuff for women that can pretty much give us the same gains, but in a female perspective. And you know, and our levels just get just as crazy as men, especially as you you know get older. Your your hormones and your your all these things are constantly changing. I say it's always like a five year change. Like every five years for me, I've, I've noticed a difference and what I've needed to do, just a shift, you know, um, to make, to do my own maintenance. And I just think it's just more of awareness. So yesterday, and these weren't, these products weren't supposed to be ready for another two weeks, but yesterday, um, we got, we heard back from the distributor the other day and they were like, these products will be ready to roll out this week. And I was like, Oh God, cause there's so much happening, right? I got the music rolling out on Friday. And then yesterday, the female division, her legacy, um, rolled out for us uh, for the legacy supplements and we got some big stuff in the works and some talks in the works about different places to put it and um, I'm just really excited about it. It's just amazing that something that you know doesn't have our faces on it. It really like at first we weren't even promoting it that it was our brand. We were just promoting it as a brand as a company you know Um, and I've kind of gone in and gone like, no, I think we need to claim ownership. Like this is our, this is our company. This is our baby. This is our brand or whatever. And obviously my husband's put so much into it. I was like, you, I think you should be very proud of it. And you have to tell people that it's yours, you know, cause he, he did all this stuff with it. And so, yeah. And so we worked together, came up with all these awesome names for the female line and launched five products yesterday um, for women's health and fitness and, and with the, female athlete in mind, but not just the female athlete, you know, like they're just kind of designed by myself and, and my husband and other female athletes of like what, you know, we think would help, you know, streamline. So it's like, I'm never into taking like a bunch of stuff. I think that if you can streamline it and just take a couple things and, and let your body naturally do what it does, it's the best. So 
Oh, absolutely. And uh, we wish you the greatest success with that. Absolutely. No, thank you. And how are you finding time to do all of this? I mean, you you sound like you're constantly busy. <laughs> I am constantly busy. You know, the world doesn't sleep and the world doesn't stop. You know, if, if you're sleeping on yourself, you've got to believe that someone else is not sleeping. And so, um, and I say that, but I love to sleep. <laughs> Real sleep. Um, no, I just, I, I'm grateful that, you know, my husband helps so much. And between my husband and my family and, you know, it, it takes a village because we have a son and he just got out for some, you know, got out for the summer. Um, he just graduated kindergarten and he's going into first grade next year. And it made it a little bit easier when he went to school. I'll be honest. <laughs> It's yeah. a little bit harder as far as the travel goes because he needs, like, he obviously needs that structure to be home and to go to his school, his little school. I mean, he's got nine kids in his class, and I was just so grateful because we just moved to Nashville, and that was a big thing, too. We just set our roots in the ground just north of Nashville over the holidays. We've been looking, and I'd come back and forth for the past 10 years. I'm like, oh, I want to come to Nashville, I want to come to Nashville, but I was on the road so much, and, you know, when you're on the road 200 days out of the year, the other days you want to be in a space and my whole family lives in Virginia and I just wanted to be able to see them and stuff. So it was this constant balance of trying to get to Nashville to record and get to Nashville to write and all these other things. And now I'm here in Nashville and I can just go see my family. And so that was a big step for us to kind of change that. And we've been living in Franklin and kind of townhousing it until we found the perfect space, but we found the perfect other little oasis. And I'm just so over the moon about it, but that is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's a juggle. It's a constant juggle. You know, a lot of the work that I do are I, I keep really strange hours, you know, <laughs> like I, I do a lot of work after midnight for me because that's when I have the quiet space and the quiet time. And that's when my brain like I'm just one of those weird people who have I'm a night owl. And um, yeah, and that's when I get a lot of my work done. Well, I Between can the imagine of, of midnight and 3 a.m. Well, Mickey, I just want to tell you again how much I appreciate you taking some time to visit with us today. And uh, we want to, one, urge people to check out GAW TV. You can find that. Oh, yes, and do that. Uh, also, check out Grown Ass Women, or Grown Ass Woman, the new single, with Chapel Heart. Yeah. And I'm hoping to have Chapel Heart on soon. I've started that conversation, so I'm hoping to get them on very soon. Oh, I'm sure they would love to come on. And uh, I sent them a message through social media. I said, hey, I'm going to be talking to Mickey on Friday. Love to talk to y'all. They said, hey, we're down. (laughs) Oh, you love them. I'm telling you. And they have such – I met them when they came to town, and then I also was in their last music video, You Can Have Them, Jolene. I play a big, tough security person, security lady. You know, I have watched that video, and I didn't notice that. Well, probably because I look half their size. (laughs) <laughs> like they walk in the door and I'm literally, you know, Trey is like, she's almost six foot tall. Like this, she's just, I can't, they're all tall. So I'm like, I'm literally looking up to the, you got to go back and watch. I'm going so back. Right before the fight scene. Okay. So right before the fight scene, you'll see they had a special shirt made, which said goth security, which was so cute. So it was like, cause we already knew that we were like writing the song and we're going to work on all this stuff. So they had made me a special t-shirt and I was the security in their awesome video. 
you could have Jolene. It's such a great song. I'm going back to watch that. So, so great. Yeah, go back. It's like a little cameo. It's kind of like you don't, if you see it, you see it. It was kind of like when I had Trish in my music video. Right. Um, like if you knew she was in it or if you, you'd kind of go like, wait, is that Trish? Oh, my God, that is Trish. That's kind exactly. Of, that's kind of my, <laughs> yes, yes. All right, so everybody, keep keep in touch with Mickey James at mickeyjames.com, if I'm not mistaken. That's your website. Yep. Uh, yes. That's got links to all your music stuff, and uh, I'm assuming that uh, you can also get uh, a link there to uh, her legacy, or is that uh, separate? Um, yeah, well, we're going to put that. It's LegacySupps.com, so L-E-G-A-C-Y-S-U-P-P-S. And if you use the code Mickey, all caps, M-I-C-K-I-E, that's my name, you can get 10% off. Anything you want. All right. Well, again, thank you so much, Mickey. I know uh, we're taking some time out of your busy schedule, which uh, you, as you described your day, you obviously don't have a whole lot of. So (laughs) I'll let you get back to it. And once again, thank you. And let's not wait another 11 years. No, please let's not. Please don't. (laughs) And as always, thank you for tuning in to this edition of the 1021. I'm Randy on the radio. Have a good one.